Good morning. It's Thursday, and we're moving on in Colossians chapter 3 today. We're going to be looking at verses 12 through 14. And this is kind of a follow-up teaching to yesterday's passage. Uh, Yesterday, Paul um, set the stage to talk to us about the things, the character qualities of the flesh, uh, of those who are walking apart from Christ And uh, those are the former ways for those of us who now proclaim Christ as Savior and Lord. Paul says those things need to be put to death. You need to set those things aside and put on the new life. And uh, today he gives us a picture of what the new life looks like in verses 12 through 14. Let's pray today as we begin. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Um, It's a beautiful sunny day here where I am. And uh, it's got a cool, crisp feel to the air, kind of the first day that feels a little bit like fall. And uh, the changing of the seasons, Lord, reminds me of uh, the reality that um, your grace uh, meets us right where we are in each season of life and brings beauty and brings um, care and provision no matter where the journey finds us. And so, Lord, today is... uh, As I enjoy the sun and the cool air, I want to give you thanks for it. I want to give you thanks for um, the way that you provide care to us, the sun that warms us and the cool air that gives us relief from the heat. Uh, Lord, you're so gracious and so kind, and uh, you're always providing for your people. Uh, Lord, we do pray that you would hone our attention to your word today as we study it together and uh, that we would have receptive spirits uh, to the things that you want to teach us. We give you thanks, Lord, and ask these things in your name. Amen. Well, let's take a look at what Paul writes here in Colossians three twelve through 14. He says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Now, uh, Paul begins the passage by telling us that we're God's chosen people. Uh, In the Old Testament, it tells the story of God's covenant with the Israelites, uh, his chosen people. And uh, it speaks of his actions toward establishing them in the promised land and toward establishing them as his chosen ones. And it, it reveals the covenant of God's love toward them, um, but it often frequently gives us the account of their falling short of God's holy standard. Uh, but the Old Testament is the story of his covenant with the Israelites The New Testament is God's covenant with the whole world in Christ. Um, Gentiles and pagans, those who had not been uh, part of the previous covenant, are now welcomed in as members of God's uh, family in Christ. And so we, who once would not have had access to covenant, have access to covenant through Christ. We are God's chosen people. Holy, uh, we're set apart for him and dearly loved. He loves us as a father loves his children, as a mother loves her children. Uh, He loves us with a a sweetness and a tenderness and a kindness. And then uh, Paul says, here's what uh, your lives should look like now. Clothe yourselves, put on compassion, 
kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Paul teaches this again in Galatians chapter 5 in the fruit of the Spirit. Um, If we're clothing ourselves in Christ, then His Spirit within us will tune our hearts and, and train within us these qualities, compassion, which is caring about other people more than we care about ourselves. Kindness, uh, which is doing um, unsolicited good toward others because of the good in us prompting us to do so. Humility, uh, which is having an attitude about ourselves that is not puffed up, uh, but it's realistic, it's sober, it's, it's understanding of our flaws and shortcomings of our need for grace. Gentleness, it's responding uh, first uh, with uh, a slow approach when we're upset or hurt. Uh, it's returning gentleness with someone else's frustration and anger. It's not jumping to uh, harsh emotions, but it's responding to things with a, with a softness that could really only be accomplished in us by Christ. And then patience. Um, that's waiting things out <laughs> when the answers aren't clear, waiting things out when the direction isn't clear. And that can be hard, but that's a spiritual uh, quality that is formed in us by the presence of Christ's Spirit within. And then he says, bear with each other and forgive one another. Forbearance means putting up with certain flaws and shortcomings, um, uh, overlooking some of the silly stuff that we might otherwise get frustrated about that we see at work in others, uh, and then forgiving one another, being quick to forgive when we've been wounded or harmed or offended by another. Now there's uh, quick forgiveness in the normal relational stuff when we've been hurt in the normal relational ways. But when extreme harm or extreme abuse is happening, obviously that forgiveness can be a slow path. And it's not that Paul is saying, hey, hang in there and put up with whatever. He's saying with the normal relational stuff, let's be quick to forgive one another. And if you've got a grievance to give against someone, uh, forgive them as the Lord has forgiven you. Now, that is an ultimate thing that that in every aspect where we've been wounded and hurt, ultimately we want to get to that point where we are forgiving others like the Lord has forgiven us, even in the big stuff, so that those uh, wounds don't hold power over us beyond uh, the event itself. And we forgive to let go of the venom of our anger and bitterness toward our offender. And then he says, ultimately, over all these virtues, put on love. Love binds us together in perfect unity. And uh, the love that he's talking about is the agape love of God that can only be uh, uh, in us if Christ is in us, that can only come out of us if Christ is living through us. And so uh, we put on his love, and what we find is um, that our relationships stay more intact than if we try to love others in our own strength. It's his love which binds us together in perfect unity. Um, I love the distinction that these two lists uh, create. The first one yesterday uh, challenging us to see these character qualities of the flesh that we should put aside and put to death. And today, these character qualities of the spirit that can only be accomplished in us when God's spirit is residing in our hearts. That can only happen when we proclaim and profess Christ and seek Uh, the deeper workings of his spirit within us. And so uh, quite a distinction. And may we 
by God's grace and with his help, continually seek to see these character qualities alive in our hearts. God bless you today. Have a great Thursday. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you again on Friday morning. Take care.